Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Rivardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson. And NFL Network had an interesting theory to propose here that the New York Giants could be a landing spot for all-pro cornerback Jalen Ramsey. Now, if you don't know, the Los Angeles Rams are trying to free up a lot of salary cap space. They have a lot of money tied up into some big-name players. They cut Bobby Wagner last week, and now they're reportedly having trade talks surrounding Jalen Ramsey. So, Adam Sheen of NFL Network says that maybe the Giants should get involved in these trade talks and try and land the all-pro cornerback this offseason. Now, there's a lot of pros and cons to dive into with a potential Jalen Ramsey trade. We know one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, arguably the best outside cornerback in the NFL, but he gets paid like it. He has a huge cap hit for this upcoming 2023 season, so if the Giants want to trade for him, they're going to have to cough up some dough. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the potential of a Jalen Ramsey trade and discuss that right here on Fireside Giants, but make sure to leave a like if you do enjoy this episode and subscribe to the channel if you are new. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today? And what are your thoughts on a potential trade for Jalen Ramsey? I'm doing great. And I was doing even better before I heard this nonsense, okay? (laughs) There is a lot this team needs before we have to look in the direction of Jalen Ramsey. Now, would I love Jalen Ramsey on the Giants? Of course I would. Would I love him to be paired with Adore Jackson, giving us one of the best cornerback tandems in football? Who the hell wouldn't? You'd be dumb as a rock if you didn't want two awesome cornerbacks on your team manning those defensive you know, boundary positions of the cornerback. So do I want Jalen Jalen Ramsey? Absolutely. Do I think it's reasonable and realistic to think that the Giants actually trade for him? Absolutely not. There is no way they're going to trade for Jalen Ramsey right now. I mean, if you look at his contract, he still has two years left on his deal. He'd count $17 million against the cap in 2023. And the Giants, if they franchise tag Daniel Jones, can't even afford Jalen Ramsey, let alone Saquon Barkley and Julian Love and all the other players they really, really need to get um, and then bring back some, some competitors and maybe add a few offensive linemen in the process. We don't have enough money for that type of thing. Now, Jalen Ramsey wants a new deal. This probably is one of his last opportunities to cash in big before you know age starts to catch up with him. He's 28 years old, so he's still in the middle of his prime coming off another solid 2022 season. You know, put together some good numbers. Um, you know, 80, uh, 2021, his numbers were a bit better in terms of coverage, but uh, he wasn't bad by any means. You know, he's still a really, really good player. He gave up about 712 yards and seven touchdowns this past season, so he definitely got beat up a little bit in the, the touchdown category, but that was the most he's ever given up in his career. The Rams obviously fell apart, so maybe he wasn't feeling as inspired to perform well um, as they kind of just crumbled after the Matthew Stafford injury and then Cooper Cup injury. It all just kind of fell apart at the seams, but the idea behind trading for Jalen Ramsey, and there's two things I want to throw into the mix here. One, the Giants are, yes, one, made made it to the playoffs this past year, but they're still rebuilding. There are still a lot of things they need to do before they're legitimately like a Super Bowl caliber com- competitor. And Jalen Ramsey isn't like the key piece they need to make this team whole, right? They And Joe Shane said it yesterday. They lack defensive line depth. They still got to figure out what's going to happen with some of these long-term contracts with the guys already on the roster. Andrew Thomas, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, just to name a few. Jalen Ramsey isn't the missing piece to the puzzle. He's a luxury you get as a last 
thing you do. He, if if your team, you have a quarterback, you have a corner, you have good, you have a good one good cornerback, you have a good offensive line, you have a good defensive line, good pass rush, good linebacking core, and you're like, you know what? We have all the pieces in place to compete this year. Let's go and trade for a guy like Jalen Ramsey who can really plug that CB two spot, or really be your CB one, and then go into the sunset and really put your best foot forward. He's like the last piece to the puzzle right now. The Giants trading for him, you're giving up draft capital, you're giving up a ton of money, and then you got to pay him in addition to that on a brand new contract. Otherwise, he may just be like, I don't want to go and play there if he doesn't get a new deal. So right now, if you're asking me, this makes no logical sense. There are four different positions I could name right now that need help before we even look at CB2. I'd rather you know continue to develop our talent, maybe go bargain bin shopping in free agency for a cornerback, and it's there's a lot of supply. You know, the demand obviously is usually high for cornerbacks, but the supply in this year's draft class, or rather this year's free agency class, is extreme. There are so many players there. They can probably get a decent CB2 for a cheaper contract. You don't need to go and trade for Jalen Ramsey. If we're going to trade for anyone and pay anybody, it should be a wide receiver one, because right now we need to do everything we can to help Daniel Jones. That defense played above expectations, but so did the offense in some regard. I would like to see them address uh, wide receiver. I would like to see them address um, linebacker before they even look in the direction of adding a player like Jalen Ramsey to a to a secondary. Um, they have so many other needs. Stopping the run was our biggest issue last year. It wasn't stopping the pass. So going and getting an LB1, a David Long, you know, you could probably get two starting linebackers for the price of Jalen Ramsey. You could get a David Long and Tremaine Edmonds. You can get a David Long and a Bobby Wagner for the price of Jalen Ramsey. And I would say that's a lot more impactful than getting one great cornerback who kind of struggled to in, in some categories last year, Anthony. So when you're looking at this, what do you think the pros and cons are? I think you know, there obviously are pros to getting him, but he's like the last piece. And I, in my opinion, you go and you trade for a guy like this, if he's the last piece of the puzzle, the Giants are far from that. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit on a lot of the negatives. So I'm going to try and get into some of the pros because I do think there is an upside to potentially trading for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Of course, you mentioned that he was still really good this past season. Yes, he did let up uh, more touchdowns than usual, but he also set career highs in combined tackles and career highs in passes defended. So, was still a super active player, three-time All-Pro, made the Pro Bowl this season. Jalen Ramsey is still arguably the best outside cornerback in the NFL. And I think the biggest pro for me with Jalen Ramsey potentially being a New York Giant is the fact that, look at Wink Martindale's defensive scheme, what he likes from his cornerbacks. He wants physical, outside guys who can jam a receiver at the line of scrimmage. There's no one in the NFL that does that better than Jalen Ramsey. He is a perfect scheme fit for the New York Giants defense, but at the wrong price. Now, the Giants would love to go into the NFL draft, find the guy who does everything that Jalen Ramsey does on a rookie contract, but that's not easy to do. It's way easier said than done to find the cornerback talent of Jalen Ramsey's caliber. Again, Ramsey being maybe the best cornerback in the NFL. And I think that when you look at it and you look at what the Giants had in 2022, CB1 was an issue when uh, Adore Jackson went down because they don't have a true CB2 on their roster. They signed Adore Jackson for him to be a CB2 a couple of seasons ago, opposite of James Bradbury. But of course, Jackson, uh, now that Bradbury has departed, is our CB CB1. So I would really love a scenario. I mean, I think it would be incredible to see a scenario where Jalen Ramsey is your CB1 and Adoree Jackson is back in that CB2 position and thriving. I do think that that could be arguably the best tandem of cornerbacks in the NFL. I think Adoree Jackson is a really solid player. I love what he brings to the Giants defense in terms of press man coverage. And I think that Jalen Ramsey would just take that to the next level. Ramsey, again, best press man corner in the NFL. Those two would be able to run the Wink Martindale system to a T to perfection 
important. So I really like that idea. And the more I think about it, the more I get excited about it. But you did mention the Giants have some big extensions to hand out. Right now, Joe Shane is at the Combine having daily meetings with Daniel Jones's representatives. Reportedly, they're making a lot of progress. They're getting a lot closer to a deal. However, they also have a second deal to try and get done, right? Joe Shane has to focus on Saquon Barkley once he gets the Daniel Jones deal done. And the Giants only have two weeks to get all of this done. The uh, start of the new league year is on March 15th. So that's 13 days that the Giants have to get these deals done before these players hit free agency. Then again, the Giants want to improve on some of these positions. How do they improve the interior of the offensive line when you trade for Jalen Ramsey, who has a $20 million cap hit? I don't think you can. I think really what the Giants would do if they traded for Jalen Ramsey, they would acquire him, extend Daniel Jones, and then they're just about done for the offseason. Not really much left to do, because also keep in mind, the Giants are going to have 11 picks in this year's draft. That means they need to set aside somewhere between 10 and $15 million just to sign their draft class. So the Giants have a lot of money available to them this offseason. They have the fourth most cap space in the NFL, but that money is drying up really, really fast when you look at it. Because again, 15 million of it goes to the draft class. 30 million of it maybe goes to Daniel Jones, especially if they have to end up franchise tagging him. It's a full $32 million guaranteed cap hit that eats up right there. Probably, what is that? 80% of the salary cap space that the Giants have this offseason. I mean, if you are forced to franchise tag Daniel Jones, then it becomes contractually impossible for the Giants to fit Jalen Ramsey underneath their salary cap. So, again, Ramsey, tremendous talent. I would love to see him in big blue, but the money just doesn't make sense. Because another thing, Alex, and I know you could probably talk about this, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, all these other guys who have contracts coming up, Andrew Thomas, there is a lot of money that the Giants have available to them this offseason, but these next few offseasons, they have a lot of players that they need to extend. So, again, just speaking about the financial responsibilities that Joe Shane has to this roster, I have to assume that you would agree it would be pretty irresponsible for him to go out there and acquire a guy with a big contract like Jalen Ramsey. There's just more needs right now. You know what I mean? Like, we have so many other needs than CB2. We need receivers. We need to figure out center, left guard. We need to figure out linebacker. We need more defensive line depth. This is not, we're not a, a superstar cornerback away from a championship, my friends. And I wish we were. Like, it, like, guys, if we were that close to a championship, I'd be like, go for it. Go and trade for Jalen Ramsey. Get yourself a CB2 that is elite. And, you know, he'd probably be better than Adore Jackson, if we're being honest here. That would change everything. You know, that, talk about elevating your defense. That's a great way to do it. We're not there yet, right? That money, $17, $20 million per season that Jalen Ramsey's going to get, you can get two starting linebackers there. You could get a starting linebacker and a starting CB2 for that price. So you get two killed, two birds for the price of one. I just don't really understand where this logic is coming from. I don't understand why this even was brought up or it was, you know, mustered by whoever, Adam Sheen, I believe it was. So I don't really think this makes any sense for us. If anything, we should talking be talking about wide receiver one. Um, you know, guys, we can go in and get that might be a little bit cheaper. I, I saw the Ravens today. Rashad Bateman was taking shots with the freaking GM. You know what I mean? Rashad Bateman was a was a favorite of ours coming out of that draft class. Out of uh, was it? I forget where he where, was it Minnesota or something like that. Yeah, I remember we were so excited about him, and he was such a great talent. And they've completely. I mean, the Ravens don't run a pass heavy offense. It's a very much a run oriented offense with Lamar and, and you know uh, J.K. Dobbins and whatnot. So. 
Rashad Bateman, you know, kind of had a couple injuries. Some might say he's a bust at this point. Maybe we can go and grab him for a mid-round pick and see what he can do and develop him in a more pass-happy offense and see what he can contribute um, and really prioritize his health. Maybe there's other opportunities for us that are cheaper, that aren't going to cost us an arm and a leg, like Jalen Ramsey is, and, you know, that can really contribute towards Daniel Jones' success. If you're watching the championship games, if you're watching the the Super Bowl, if you're watching the, you know, uh, whatever, AFC, NFC championship games, you see that offense ends up winning these games a lot of times. You know, Patrick Mahomes' ability to score at will is ultimately wins them games. They don't even need a freaking defense to win the football games if you're Patrick Mahomes. He just scores every freaking time. You know, Josh Allen, when he's playing at the peak of his game, they can score every freaking time. Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, same thing. You know, this is a league where it's becoming much more offense-oriented. I would rather invest in the wide receiver position right now than a Jalen Ramsey because it's going to directly benefit Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones has never had a legitimate wide receiver one. And that's something we need to get him. We need to see if Daniel Jones can make a wide receiver one um, look like a top gun. You know, we need to see that combination. Um, love Saquon. You know, it's a, RB1 and QB1 is a lot different than having a, a top receiver and a top quarterback or rather a quarterback who, you know, obviously is going to be on a big contract. So right now, if you were, like, looking at how they could allocate this this money, these financial resources, where would you rather put this money? If you're going to go and trade for Jalen Rams, it's going to cost you draft capital and money. Where would you rather put this as a priority? I think that's a good question. And, you know, we had a similar question brought up in last night's live stream. If you guys weren't there, make sure to tune in. Every Wednesday night we do live streams right here on Fireside Giants. But we were discussing, would you rather spend the money – say it's around $12 million per year on a guy like Bobby Wagner or a guy like Saquon Barkley, you know? And then it, the, the conversation becomes positional value, the more established player, the, the more reliable player. And I think it's a similar conversation that you could have with Jalen Ramsey because that money, when you're talking about $25 million, if you're asking me where I would rather spend it, yes, wide receiver is probably where I would rather spend it. I think Wink Martindale proved that he can get by with you know, only one solid cornerback. And we do have a lot of young talents to develop in the secondary. I mean, I still like Cordell Fly. I still like Aaron Robinson as developmental pieces. Maybe one of them turns into a solid CB2. Who knows? But at the wide receiver position, I don't see that level of developmental qualities. I don't see a guy like a Cordell Fly who we think has potential. I mean, yes, I like Isaiah Hodgins, but I don't think Isaiah Hodgins turns into a WR1 anytime soon. I think he'll be a very solid two or three. And I think that when you look at the free agents that the Giants have in the wide receiving core. Darius Slayton's likely gone. Richie James likely gone. Sterling Shepard might not come back. So the Giants need to revamp that entire offensive uh, playmaking unit. And Saquon Barkley might not even be back. And he was a huge part of the Giants receiving game out of the backfield. So they, they need to do a lot of work on the offensive side of the ball. So when we're talking about priorities and where I'd rather spend this money, yeah, when you look at a guy like a T. Higgins or a Brandon Ayuk, one of these receivers that could be on the trade block, I'd like to see the Giants throw the money that way. I'd like to see them go out there and find the guy that they think can be their number one wide receiver. Hell, even a guy like an OBJ is a solid number two, and then you find your number one receiver in the draft. That makes more sense to me than spending a boatload of money on a CB1 when you already have a CB1. Now, again, having a CB1 in uh, Ramsey and a CB2 in Jackson sounds amazing, but that's kind of like a luxury. And I don't know if the Giants, like you said, are one piece away, and I don't think they're in position to be overpaying for a luxury in their secondary. I think that they need to spend money and pay up to get the bare minimum get a solid WR1 <laughs> just good players on offense because right now they are lacking in that department severely and that has hampered the development of Daniel Jones over the last several seasons 
And you can also argue that the lack of true receiving talent has even hampered the development of Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has to do too much, gets injured here and there. Maybe there's not enough rushing lanes because teams know that the Giants become a little bit more one-dimensional without a true receiver in their offense. The Giants need a wide receiver. It will open things up for Daniel Jones. It will open things up for the running game, whether it's Saquon Barkley or someone else if, if things turn south during this offseason's contract negotiations. But again, if you're asking me where I'm prioritizing spending money, well, number one, I'm extending our franchise quarterback, Daniel Jones. And then number two, if I'm going out and finding a free agent, I'm going to find a free agent on offense to help Daniel Jones. This offense revolves around Daniel Jones. This team right now revolves around Daniel Jones. His success determines the success of the entire team. And the Giants are going to find more success with Daniel Jones if they add more talent around him. And I don't think that Jalen Ramsey necessarily correlates to the success of Daniel Jones. But trading for a wide receiver like T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk, that does correlate to the, to the success of Daniel Jones. So I would much rather invest that money in a true playmaker to help Daniel Jones become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yes, that's all I have to say. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm coming from. I think that's exactly what most people would prefer. Obviously, getting DJ into the right mindset, getting him the, uh, the necessary talent to really expand upon his strengths that is the necessity. That's the priority this offseason, guys. It always has been. Jalen Ramsey is an afterthought, in my opinion. You got you to gotta start bolstering this offense before even thinking about going after another corner. You know, that's just, I feel like that's basic logic. But guys, I, I think you're on the same on the same plane as us. I, I would love to hear any alternative thoughts. But Anthony, I'll let you wrap it up here because you've been kicking some serious ass doing these outros. Ah, thanks, man. And I will say, playing a little bit of devil's advocate, they do say the defense wins championships. So maybe it would be more valuable for a guy like Jalen Ramsey. But again, I think that we really explained why a wide receiver would be far more important. And I do think that most Giants fans are going to share the same opinion as us. But I want to hear those opinions down below in the comment section of this episode. And please make sure to leave a like if you did enjoy this episode of Fireside Giants and subscribe to the channel if you are new. We've got plenty of great New York Giants content coming your way throughout this offseason, rolling into the regular season. And we can't wait to discuss every topic you can ever dream of right here on the channel. So again, make sure to subscribe and ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. Ding. That's right, Alex. We'll catch you all on the next one. Have a good one. And let's go Giants.